Welcome back to... What? <laughs> Every time. It's okay. <laughs> Welcome back to No Thank You Next. I'm Megan. And I'm Rachel. And it's Halloween week. That's so exciting. It's spooky season, guys. It's I'm the, my favorite season. <gasps> it's the best season. I can't contain it. I'm so excited. Rachel's... Uh, this is going to be very in the past. <laughs> <laughs> guys, I'm going to Spain. And... <gasps> I'm very excited. This is very thrilling. Oh my gosh. Um, but I we are recording, we've planned ahead, and like you know by now, mm-hmm. we recorded two in a row, and then I were recording before I leave, and Halloween is very far away. Yeah. But Rachel is <laughs> decorating today. <laughs> I was in my element, you guys. The beginning of the month. Oh my god. And gosh. truly, I still feel sick. Oh no. From the fake snakes I saw in her front yard. Like, truly. Oh, my gosh. I cannot stop thinking about it. Oh, my gosh. It really bothered me. I love it. I love it. Like, I'm sorry, but I, like, can't wait to add more snakes. Like, it's not even the scariest thing out there. Like, there was a creepy doll on her front door. Truly did not shake Stop to look at her. I would have broke her front door to get away from those snakes in the front yard. I feel ill oh sorry <laughs> oh my gosh see and that's weird like the people like people's triggers it's like you yeah. don't really know like, no what's i gonna knew get this you. i just haven't encountered a snake oh my real gosh. or fake right on and the a- ground near me in quite some time because <laughs> <laughs> i don't hike you reset Re- yeah, yeah. that's the yeah. reset button uh, i just i reset that button for you thinking about them really really me. yeah it, it's truly such a phobia oh wow i had no idea yeah. it went that deep it's so i Oh my god, my muscles! I'm gonna get a freaking Charlie horse. I'm so tense right now. Uh. Oh no. Yeah, so I have this fountain right outside. Sorry if I sound like really nasally. I'm kind of sick again. And we're back with this. I know. <laughs> As if Rachel could be healthy for a solid. Oh month. god, like that would ever freaking happen. I'm going to another country. Chances are I'll get food poisoning. So. Yeah. Right. <laughs> hasn't ceased to happen yet no my god right so yeah so we have this fountain outside but we let the water evaporate out of it because it is a pain in the ass to take care of live there and yeah so i put a bunch of rubber snakes i have like a ram's head like on top of the fountain and i've got rubber snakes coming out from the bowl of the fountain and then there's one little guy who's like right behind it so right when you walk past it it look it looks totally real yeah my in-laws thought it was real too and what do they do? They were just like, ah, oh, it's a snake. <laughs> Not like, I'm going to fucking break your front door getting away from it. Wow. No, just a little jump scare, but that's about it. Ugh, feel You're so- like scratching your legs. It's just so, so uncomfortable. I'm sorry. I feel so sick. I'm sorry. I really. Oh my me. gosh. I mean, there's like a demon looking at you in the corner. Not bothered. And not uh, completely unbothered. Unbothered. I couldn't believe how long like his like robe oh, goes. Thing? It's really long. I think by Ooh. the time we hang it off the second story balcony, like his robe will like dust the floor of the Ooh, first Ooh, that's story. exciting. It's really Does big. it just hang from like a tassel? Yeah, he's got a tassel. But oh, if I, dude, then it will just go around that little knob? I know. Won't that be so <sighs> good? That's and so then good. I bought like a scythe. Scythe? Scythe? Oh, God. Oh. This is going to be embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> so that's going to go up there with this demon guy. Cool. If you guys really care about what my Halloween decorations She'll look like. She'll post a photo with I this will, week's episode. Yeah, I will remember to take pictures. Yeah. Good try. idea. I leave my Halloween decorations up till mid-November anyway. Like you'll come around for Thanksgiving yeah. and I will still Bordering have my shit Christmas. up. Christmas. <laughs> yeah. A little too far out. And then I Sandy put my needs. black tree up for yeah, Christmas. Exactly. <laughs> 
<laughs> my god are you gonna put multiple trees up this year i have three i feel like one needs in- to be in like every area yeah i need to have one in the very front room one in the main room <gasps> what if and- you put one like on top of that big oh but that's bad for earthquakes but what if i decorate outside like nightmare before christmas thing <gasps> to put you my put black a tree, tree outside out mm-hmm. that'd be so cool wouldn't that be really cool that'd be awesome and my black tree is pre-lit so i just have to get like some fun ornaments and like <gasps> make sure you can see it from the street side That'd be so fun. Oh, my gosh. I wonder if it gets really windy in December or is it just October? It's usually like October, November. Like yeah. November, it's Your like crazy windy. Your tree should be windy. fine outside. I think so. Yeah. <gasps> Ideas, guys. I know. Brainstorming. Oh, my God. I'm so excited for Christmas yet again. Another episode. <laughs> <We're talking about laughs> it. I can't freaking wait. So good. So I came in heavy with a topic I wanted to bring up at the beginning of this episode. All right. Let's hear it, girl. So today... It's pretty fresh. (laughs) I started a podcast called, not myself, I don't have another podcast. It's the only one I have. It's called, hmm. Girl, what is it called? What is it called again? It's something about Pam. There's something about Pam. Pam. Yeah, it's about it's Pam. A Pam. The Pam situation. It's a Pam Pam situation. <gasps> the thing about Pam. The thing about Pam, guys. It is six episodes. Each episode is twenty five minutes. Oh, super short. Thirty max, and it is narrated by Keith Morrison, <gasps> the angel. Oh my gosh, of murder himself. <laughs> and I truly, I think I started it at like one o'clock today. Uh huh. I'm on episode five, almost episode six. I have never shook my head, said, oh my God. Out loud. <laughs> out loud. So much in a <laughs> podcast. It is truly the most insane story I have ever heard. Okay, I have to hear it. Like, it's so crazy. I'm sure by now it's number one on iTunes. Okay. It came out in September and I just discovered it. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Where am I in true crime? But by now I'm sure it's been a month now. It's literally October 9th, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I feel late. The last episode was September 27th. Right. Six weeks before that. So, okay. <laughs> so August, probably. I don't know the, the schedule of what they had. I feel like you've learned it pretty quickly. Yeah. Like you found it. I... You're flo- I, just floored. I'm floored. And the story's not even over. I'm only on the fifth episode. Oh, my gosh. Okay. <laughs> like, everyone needs to listen to this. Go listen to it. Rachel, you need to listen to it. You're going to be like, what the fuck? Okay, awesome. It is the... Cr- See, and Mike loves Keith Morrison. Oh so my god! He'll just be you like, guys "Play it, need play to it, play just it, play like it, play Drive it. around town for, go look at the Halloween decorations and listen oh, to this. That's your Christmas podcast. thing. Yes, <laughs> that's my new thing, guys. Yes. Go look at all the Halloween decorations and listen to freaking Keith Morrison. It is insane. Oh my god! You're gonna freaking love it. You're There's gonna love it. Something about Pam. The thing about Pam. The thing about Pam. The thing about Pam. It's number one. On all charts, probably. Okay. I don't know how that works. I don't know. (laughs) The thing about Pam. Anyways, that was what I came weaponized with for uh, topics at the top of the show. Cool. But it's insane. Guys, what are you going to be for Halloween? Write in. Right? I want to know. Tell us. Yeah. This is right before Halloween. It's not even Halloween day yet. It's Halloween week. Week. Yeah, write in. Yeah. Let us know. I do want to know. What are you going to be for Yeah, Halloween? send pictures. Oh, 
DM us pictures. Yeah. Yes. Are you decorating pumpkins? Are they no thank you next themed? <gasps> we just found our theme for our pumpkins. Oh my God. I truly, I really want to do pumpkins when I come back. We, we will. Okay. We will. Okay, we'll good. do them. Okay, good. And spooky stories. Oh, so good. We're the gonna- second half of those stories that you sent me. Yeah. Not the ones I read and then was going <laughs> to send you. Sure you were. <laughs> but the second set, those were even cooler. Yeah, that's what I thought too. Did you read them? Did I you did. pick some that you liked? I picked, yeah. Okay, cool. Great. Cool stuff, guys. Cool. Yeah, I have a story that didn't happen on Halloween. What? But. We discussed this. <laughs> it involves something that people have a phobia of from snakes? Halloween. It's not snakes. Yeah. It's pretty close. Weird. So I've never been one of those people who thinks that clowns are scary. Ugh. I just don't. They can don't be know. really creepy when they're used in like horror movies. Or like just standing on the side of the road for no reason under a light. I mean, that's really creepy. Yeah. Why does that happen in I that town? I don't Did know. you see the documentary for that clown? No. What is his name? Which one? It's a new one that just came out and everybody's like threatening him now. Oh, no. I know. Hold on. Let me find it. Sorry. This is derailing your whole story. No, that's But maybe people want to watch a documentary clown. I mean, I'm literally only on the second sentence. (laughs) (laughs) It's not completely derailed. uh, (laughs) It's an add-on. Yeah. Yeah. This this isn't. Oh, it's called Wrinkles the Clown. Wrinkles? Yeah. It's so creepy. Hold on. Oh, my God. Isn't this crazy? I don't like this. Stop it. No. Oh, <gasps> shut the fuck up. Oh my god, that's so scary. Isn't that nuts? Oh my god. That is so scary. That is so scary. Oh my god, I like changed just- my mind, guys. <laughs> well, so we're going to move on to my story. <laughs> I can't read mine anymore. <laughs> it's it's have- so spooky. But yeah, he's being threatened because he won't say who he is. He should never say who yeah. he is. No, that would cause a huge problem for him. I know. Just keep scaring people. Just keep scaring. Just keep scaring. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, so Jesus. Yeah, Wrinkles the Clown. That's a new one to add. Guys, to your so scary. phobia clown list, because that's really scary. I don't remember where that is. Oh, my gosh. I'll look up more information later. Yeah. I want to call that phone number. <gasps> don't. You re- welcome <laughs> into your life. Did you not hear that man? I know. I heard it. Boy. Oh, and the, he the laugh. The laugh at the end was so creepy. Uh, oh. Oh, God. But, like, the jump scares, like, that. I, lo- I love that stuff. Like, well, that is the breath of life for me. There you That's go. That's why, like, I love going to, like, Universal Studios Horror oh, Nights. Oh, yeah. Just literally getting the living daylight scared out of me in those mazes. I feel, like, I feel refreshed. I feel alive. <laughs> you saw how I reacted to a simple snake. That's true. That, <laughs> that place would not be for no, you. it would drain my life. Oh, yeah. It would do the exact opposite to you. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm, I'm always, like, I'm... 
I because I scream and then I laugh really hard about uh, how like ridiculous it is. Got it. But then I like scream again. Oh, okay. and there it was even. Oh my god, there was even this one maze that we went into. This woman was just like a marker for like to tell you like where to go in the maze, and she was just standing there holding an orange coat, and I like screamed my head off, and Mike like looks at me, and he's oh like, god. she fucking works here. Like, she's not even dressed up. <laughs> Her face. Her face is so scary. It scared the shit out of me. Oh, my God. And then I just, I could never stop laughing after that. It was just so oh good. Oh, my God. But, yeah. But the, like, I still need to watch Rob Zombie's 31. That's about all these, like, killer clowns. Uh, and then you have the American Horror Story clown named Twisty. Oh, he was so with gross face. with the drool when he would take uh, the face off. Because he had no face. Yeah. Ugh. And I like Pennywise. Like, yeah, I do enjoy Pennywise. I liked him in the first movie. It was so good. Yeah. It was really good. I still haven't seen the second, but I mean, I'll get there, guys. I have a child. I'll get there when I get there. Take your time. It it's is pretty it is. stupid. Yeah. <laughs> it's the second like it, half of that good, movie. It's good, but yeah. like they have to complete the story and it's just like, oh, can't we just have fun scaring little kids? I know, right? That's basically how every Stephen King novel ends. It's like, it's so good. It's so good. It's yeah. nail-biting, suspenseful. Yeah. He makes the joke oh. in the movie. Like and he even makes fun of himself. Yeah. Yeah. It's real bad. Yeah. But it's like every book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> as long as you know that, you're going to love it. Then you're fine. Yeah. Then <laughs> you're, you're fine, guys. Everything's good. Yeah. <laughs> so... So I've never had the heebie-jeebies about clowns before until I freaking saw Wrinkles the Clown (laughs) and then until I found this story. So the murder in my story today didn't happen around Halloween, like I mentioned, but it does involve a clown. Okay. We flash back to the 70s and we meet Marlene Ahrens. She's newly divorced, has a son, Joseph, and later she meets and marries Michael Warren in April 1972. Hmm. The couple and her son live in a home in Wellington, Florida, which is an upscale bougie lake community near West Palm Beach. The private community they reside in is called the Aero Club. It's straight up a community for aviation enthusiasts who have their own acre or more of land to park their personal airplanes. Plus, they can take off and land on the property's 4,000 foot... Jesus, 4,000-foot <laughs> runway, what? and there's a gas station to refuel your planes when needed. Like, what? That's I was insane. Rich people, man. What if they sell your plane? <clears throat> Can you live there anymore? <laughs> I, I don't know. You're out. That's it. You don't own a plane anymore. You don't have anymore. a fucking plane. This is a waste of property. <laughs> Prove you're into aviation. <laughs> Prove it now. <laughs> I like trains. Yeah. No. <laughs> Get the fuck out. <laughs> Get out of here. Oh, my God. I didn't know stuff like that existed. No, that's crazy. That but sounds like a, like a made-up world. I know. Like, like, you're like, this town is just for this. And you're like, serious? what? Right? That's nuts. Isn't that nuts? Like, how do people even find that? If you had a private plane, it's just like, I want a, my own neighborhood. I guess somebody, like, looked at, like, uh, lake communities, like Lake Havasu or, like, oh, uh-huh. even, like, locally, like, Canyon Lake out here. And you, like, buy a house. You have a boat. You're on the lake. And you can take it out whenever you want. Someone's like, but well, what if for planes? <laughs> 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 He's just telling his friend, okay, so you buy a boat. Right. Planes. <laughs> but planes. <laughs> wow. Maybe that maybe that's just exactly how rich, that happened. Insane imaginative man. I would just be so a woman. Ugh, damn it. I know. Could have been a woman. Could have been a woman. Probably was a Amelia like a man. Earhart did Amelia Earhart is my hero and 
She is a saint. I think about her almost every day. (laughs) Where is she? (laughs) I need answers. I've been asking since I was eight. Seriously. The first book she bought my daughter (laughs) for my baby shower (laughs) is a book about Amelia Earhart. (laughs) And how you can do anything. It's a novel. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's a little kid book about Amelia Earhart, but it's truly. It's really sweet. I went to a baby shower and I did not read the back of the invitation that said bring a book and not a card. I brought a fucking card. (gasps) So embarrassed. Always bring a book. I need to, I'm going to buy her the Amelia Earhart book. (laughs) (laughs) Just like, ah. Every baby I know. Just every. <laughs> Remember her. How else are you going to spread the word? Spread the knowledge. Tiny kids to wonder. The next generation <laughs> will solve the mystery. They will. That freaking library. Sorry, guys. We got to <sighs> cut and we got to talk about oh this. Oh, my gosh. There is a new library in LA that the LAPD or was it the LAPD? They mm-hmm. opened a a criminal library so that they could have an entire library to solve unsolved crimes. Yeah, so all your cold cases, yeah. all your unsolved mysteries, all it's your so like missing children. Nuts. They're putting all the information out there because true crime has become such and a an, wonderful yeah. outlet for people. Who knew that this many weirdos were out there in the Seriously. universe? But they're making but they're a library truly... to help solve real crimes. Yeah, like podcasts are actually solving murders. Yes. That's insane. That's insane. Back to like uh, the podcast I was telling you about. I thought you were going to go no. back to you, Rach. <laughs> no, no, no. Like Dateline. <laughs> and you're on. And yeah. <laughs> no, uh, Dateline like helped solve that case. Yeah. Like it's just like Dateline was, well, Unsolved Mysteries was the OG. And then like. Yeah. That's they, the it just kept end. going from there. But <laughs> it's just like these platforms are helping like freaking change the world. They really are. So you're welcome. It's, yeah. <laughs> We've done nothing, but you're welcome. But you're welcome. It's true, All right, guys. back to you. It's true. <laughs> Thanks. Hi, Blister Holt. <laughs> We're going live! Marker. <laughs> All right, so these people could afford to live in this bougie-ass area. Be rich. Because Michael Warren owned a car dealership called Bargain Motors, mm. and Marlene Warren managed their rental properties they had like 17 of them and they yeah. in, it, it included like collecting rent and evicting tenants well, that she is a hardballer yeah that weren't able to pay so like that's wow that's a hard job right there yeah so not only do they have that car dealership but they also have a car repossession company that works under bargain motors so it's like he sells cars but if you can't afford to pay your bill on that car we have a repossession company that will come and take that car and bring it back here got it so it's like he repo in a different way yeah got it. It's, okay yeah it's like evicting people from their cars <laughs> basically yeah so that repo company was ran by richard and sheila keen richard and sheila married in may of 1987 and they have a son together and his name's charles the two of them have a troubled relationship, and in January of 1990, Sheila files a restraining order against Richard because he's been abusive towards her. He's been grabbing her and threatening her. So she moves out and moves into an apartment. But the odd thing is, it was rumored that Michael Warren was paying for her rent. Why do you ask? Because Sheila and Michael were having an affair together. <gasps> All this fucking shit starts. Oh, my God. Just sleeping with everybody. Bunch of hussies. Oh. The men, too. The men are just as bad. Yeah, don't put that on her. No, no, no. The men are hussies. Rachel? What do we call a... What's a, what's a male hussy? What's a f- male version of a hussy? 
probably something glorified and like amazing, like a dick wad. <laughs> Piece of shit. That's it. That's the, that's what we're looking for. Dick wad. Dick wad. So Richard, Sheila's husband, probably didn't take much notice as he was busy being a KKK member. What? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! I was like, "There's no way." Yeah, and he was like super into politics, and he was later arrested and went to prison for two years in Georgia for marijuana trafficking charges. And no. they later got divorced, but not until 1999. But there's more yeah. on that later. Marijuana—that's not very clan approved. I know. <laughs> <laughs> you think it'd be something harder? Yeah, but no. So someone else did take notice in Michael and Sheila's side relationship, and it was Marlene Warren, Michael's wife. (gasps) Oh, no. She wasn't thrilled with this love triangle bullshit, and she wanted to just leave, divorce Michael, and move on. She had been divorced before. Second time. Same old, same old. Same old, same old. Just just whatever. I can't do this. I just need to cancel. (laughs) I cancel. I'd like to cancel my... uh, Marriage. Marriage. Twenty four hours notice. Yep. Oh, that'd be that'd be easy for a lot of people. It'd be much nicer, right? Yeah. Married, not married. Married, not married. Yeah. <laughs> just like just a fucking button, right? <laughs> yeah. So Facebook status. Yeah, it basically. Yeah. So, the issue with her getting a divorce and just moving on is that the car lot that they owned and their properties that they owned were all in her name meaning that she'd be in control of splitting those assets and deal with whatever ramifications happen. Like, if you're in charge of having to split up a lot of financials, you're going to piss somebody off somewhere because they're going to think they're not getting enough or meh, meh, meh. We've heard this story before. Exactly. Greedy. Greedy. Greedy assholes. And Marlene even tells her mother that if anything happens to her, that Mike done it. Oh, jeez. Yeah, so she just always had this inkling that, like, if anything bad is going to happen to me, it's going to be because of him. I always wonder, like, when people do that, though, like, what if they're just, like, misleading? <laughs> like, they're just, mm-hmm. like, really mad at their husband. They're like, if anything happens, it's going to be him. They totally did it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know why they're Southern. <laughs> I don't know. That never happens in California. <laughs> <laughs> you Southerners are the only ones. Oh, my God. I've never heard a California accent so prevalent until right now. Like, that... Like, that never happens. That never happens in California. Like, hello. (laughs) (laughs) But then it happens. (laughs) It's happened many times, I'm sure. True. So it's May 26, 1990. Michael heads off to Miami to watch the horse races, and Marlene is having breakfast with her son Joseph and a couple of his friends. A white Chrysler LeBaron drives up and parks in the driveway of the Warren's house and out steps a clown. Orange curly wig, red bulb nose, gloves, and a dreadfully cheery painted on smile over that pasty white makeup. The clown grabs a basket of flowers and some balloons from the car and heads up the walkway to greet Marlene with the gift. Marlene says, how nice, when given the flowers and balloons. And then the clown suddenly draws a gun and shoots Marlene in the face. The face? Before turning and very calmly walks back to the LeBaron and drives off. (gasps) So her son's inside, panics. He runs after the car, but there's no license plates. They've been removed off that Chrysler LeBaron. Oh, my God. And so there's no luck there. And so he's like, 
has to rush in, call 911, and get help for his mom, like ASAP. So they call an ambulance, and the hospital machines kept her alive for two days after the accident. But sadly, she dies at the Palms West Hospital from her gunshot wound. Hmm. Like, in the face. Yeah, like, usually you hear, like, Like, shoot him in the stomach. Yeah. Yeah. But... That fucking <laughs> They're home. <laughs> um, yeah, you hear the stomach, but never like, and then you're like, you're so fucking stupid, you should have shot him in the face. Yeah. <laughs> like, but gosh. Yeah. Just so cold. Very cold, very calm. Wow. Like, giving them a gift and then yeah. shooting them in the face. Ugh, so nuts. So police approach Michael at the hospital, like while she's yeah. still like basically oh, she, medically induced because she lived for two days and then they took she, her off. Was she like in a coma? Yeah. Okay. And so they approach Michael at the hospital, her husband, and they ask him about the shooting and Michael insists that he has no idea who would do this to his wife. He was in Florida, right? He was in, yeah, well, they live in Florida. He just oh, traveled he just, over okay, got it. He to just, Miami and then... It wasn't um, like a long... It okay. wasn't too far. It, okay. I think Miami, they said it was like maybe... 60 miles okay so it's not so like it's far but not that far yeah so you could have done it in a day yeah okay so michael isn't an immediate sub uh suspect sus- sus- subject he was a suspect sub- subject he was substitute. a suspect he was a suspect <laughs> <laughs> all the things he wasn't all the things um he assumed that maybe it could have been an angry evicted tenant because she was in charge of evicting sense. people from their properties. Yeah. And he just seems very involved in finding out who the killer is. Wow. Okay. So that Chrysler LeBaron is found abandoned eight miles away from the Warren home. And inside there are orange fibers, meaning the clown hair, and long strands of brown hair. Hmm. Police go to the costume shop where an employee remembers someone purchasing a clown costume two days prior and identifies Sheila in a lineup of photos. Oh, my God. Sheila has a mugshot because she was arrested for shoplifting back in 1984. Oh, jeez. Same goes for the employees where the flowers and balloons were purchased. They, (gasps) too, identify Sheila as the buyer of those items just hour before the shooting took place. Oh, my God. Police work on this case, and even though they have that evidence, it seems circumstantial, and they don't have any hard evidence to actually arrest anyone. And they work on it for the next year, up until 1991. Oh, jeez. But the case has already become a cold case. Yeah. They look into the alleged affair happening between the two, but Michael and Sheila both denied ever being together. They're like, no, it's not true. No, mm-mm. no, we weren't together. No, it wasn't a side piece. No, nothing. What? And so, he didn't, like, his friggin' wife was dead. He wouldn't, like, admit to it? Nope. Just Nothing. Just to be like, yeah, she's crazy. Right? What the fuck? Yeah. So there's some interesting findings, though. Like, Michael had spoken to a lawyer named Christopher DeSantis and asked him, hypothetically, what happens to your wife's estate if her husband kills her? Oh, no. Oh. Christopher said... Well, hypothetically, as long as someone else commits the murder and it doesn't get traced back to the husband, then he will inherit the estate. Mm -hmm. But the only way to get away with it is to wear a disguise. You know, like a clown costume. So stupid. He literally took his words, like, by the book. Oh, my God. 
So that's just what happened. And their life insurance company paid the claim on Marlene's life insurance. And Michael, being the sole beneficiary, inherited $53,357.37. Wait, how much? $53,000. Oh, I heard three. And some change. (laughs) Okay. But it's weird. But because, like, she has a son. Like, why did none of her money go to her son? Why did it only go to her husband? Well, isn't he the sole beneficiary? You can have a secondary if you have your son. Like, you can split it. Oh. (laughs) Yeah, it turns out. Yeah, it's very interesting. It's really interesting. I remember I was, like, on, like, a bottle of wine one night. And I'm like, so tell me about life insurance. And I'm like, do you know anything about it? And he was just like, well, kind of, Yeah. And I was like, well, who does this? And how does that happen? And who buys this? And how easy is it to purchase? And how do you know that you could like up the funds on it? And he's like, it's fucking easy. It's crazy. That's nuts. Yeah, we could pick his brain about it because I was really surprised because I was like secretly Googling it like while he's telling me. And I'm like, damn it, he's right. (laughs) Oh, God. It was, but very informative information, you guys. I'm not going to kill my husband. Don't worry. So, the life insurance payout definitely raised the eyebrows of detectives and prosecutors, but again, it wasn't enough to arrest anyone. Wow. Even though Michael wasn't a true suspect, police still gathered evidence around him, and it turns out that he was doing some illegal shit, and he was arrested in October of 1990 for racketeering, grand theft, and odometer tampering. What? He was accused of repossessing the cars that he sold at his dealership, and he said that they were stolen and he would collect the insurance money for them. Oh, my God. Yeah. So in 1992, Michael's convicted of 43 counts against him, and he went to prison until his good behavior let him out of December of 1997. Okay. Okay, so Michael's out of prison. His The case for his wife, Marlene, has gone cold. And 1999, Sheila and Richard get a divorce. And then Sheila and Michael reconnect, and they wind up getting married in Las Vegas in 2002. It's like, why are you guys even talking to each other? It's been ages. Just get over it. But no, they... Well, because she killed for him. We're not over it. Yeah. <laughs> like, there were high stakes. Yeah. <laughs> Extremely. Jeez. So they moved to Tennessee, and Sheila went by the name Debbie. What? Cool. New alias. The friends that they made in Tennessee knew nothing of their previous marriages. They didn't know that Michael's wife had been murdered when they were living in Florida, or that they even lived in Florida, and nobody knew about Michael's prison sentence. The did they even know about their kids? I they probably not. I really think that they just, they just like, like abandoned started everything? a new life. Wow. Yeah. The new Warren couple moves to Virginia and they run a restaurant together called the Purple Cow before selling it and retire as a wealthy couple in the Blue Ridge Mountains in Virginia. What? Yeah. So in 2014, this cold case, like it seriously was cold since '91. Wow. In 2014, the cold case starts to warm up when a federal grant is approved. And so, like, the state's basically giving money to research this. Yeah. And new and improved DNA testing can be conducted on the evidence found back in 1990. Oh, wow. So the hair that was found in the car, a sample of Sheila's hair, and the blood vials that were taken from the crime scene, like, they test it all. And the car turned out to be a car from another sales lot. But it was returned by mistake to Michael's Bargain Motors lot, so it made it easy to have an unregistered vehicle 
to tie back to Michael and Sheila. Oh, wow. Because his lot didn't sell Chryslers. Yeah. But someone's did. And that's what the person who drove up and killed his wife was driving. It was a Chrysler Uh LeBaron. By September of 2017, police were confident in the evidence found and they caught up to the couple in Virginia and they arrested Sheila Warren for first degree murder. She appeared completely unbothered while getting booked and she even smiled in her mugshot. Oh my God. Like that's. What an evil bitch. That's too much. Yeah. Michael stands by her stating that she had nothing to do with this, but prosecutors are confident enough that they're not even putting first-degree murder on the plate, but they are also seeking the death penalty for Sheila. Good. Her trial is set for February 2020, and it's expected to take three weeks. So I'll remember to give you guys an update on old Sheila Warren. I mean, obviously she's going to die. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to die, bitch. Like a clown. Wow. And like full clown. For and show to, like, to your door. Have a happy life. Yeah. Or like to think that like, oh, whatever, la di da, like nothing of it. It's like, no, you guys are fucking awful. I wonder what their children thought. I don't know. Or his kids, you know. Okay, so I don't really understand this part because I I couldn't get more information on it. Mm -hmm. But when Michael went to talk to that lawyer, Christopher DeSantis. Yeah. The reason why they had that lawyer help them, like why he was talking to that lawyer in the first place, Mm -hmm. is because um one of their kids was being accused of murder. What? Yeah, and I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. There's like a there's like one excerpt like from a, a news article that I read. Yeah, and it was like this is why they talked to Christopher DeSantis is because he was the lawyer helping them with a potential. So he was like, it's chill that I know that I asked this question. Yeah. Wow. You already deal with the depraved. Let me just ask you one oh other thing. Oh my god, that's yeah, really crazy. And yeah. then I looked up the. I look. I looked oh, up Joseph Aaron's, and there was nothing really about Joseph Aaron's. And then I looked up the, his son that he had, or like Richard and yeah, Sheila's yeah. kid, mm-hmm. and couldn't find any information on him either. Weird. I'm like, okay, that is just that's too fishy. That's weird. Interesting. Money hides things. right. <gasps> oh. Guys, if you know anything, write in. Oh my god, freak. that's nuts! Clown killers, gotta watch out, guys. I will. I am like oh, t- trick or treat time. I'm really gonna be nervous about clowns coming to my front door. Mm-hmm. They can't do flowers. You know what's up? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, call nine one one. He's giving me flowers. <laughs> I know. They're just like, like ma'am, what is the job. problem? <laughs> like, don't you know? I thought you'd want that for your birthday. <laughs> oh man. Oh, man. Oh, good idea. No. Send me a clown on my birthday. You fucking kill him. I would probably <laughs> kill him. Uh, so I was arrested. Uh, can you bail me out? Right? <laughs> Guys, it was all Megan's fault. We'll Listen make a good note. Thank you, 35. next. Go <laughs> yeah. This is why she felt that way. Yeah. <laughs> it happens, man. <sighs> Crazy. All right. All right. I'm going to tell you a story that takes place on Halloween, but it is just awful. Um, it is the story of Rebecca Gay. Rebecca is 24, living in Broomfield Township, Michigan. She is the mother to a three-year-old named Conway. She is doing her best to make ends meet and living in a trailer park near her mother, Sally Gay, and her soon-to-be stepfather, John White, who's 55. So John White was a pastor, 
And to Sally, he was a man of God and a real angel in her eyes. He would help take care of Conway. And whenever Rebecca needed a hand, or he would take care of Conway whenever Rebecca needed a hand, and was a man many people in his church looked to for guidance and help. Some knew of Pastor White's, a.k.a. John's, past, but some didn't. So we're going to jump right into this bullshit. So <laughs> let me tell you all the horrifying details of what many described as a changed man. Ooh. So one day, John invited a 17-year-old neighbor named Teresa Etherton to his basement to check out the stock car racetrack he had just set up. Without warning, John attacked the teenager, stabbed her 15 times, and choked her. Teresa later told police that John said, you're going to go now. I'm really sorry you had to go like this, but what the fuck? You're just a woman. <gasps> yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. What do you mean, what the fuck? Yeah, what the John? fuck do you? What the fuck? Don't what the fuck me? <laughs> what the fuck you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> oh, my God. So she aside, she aside, what am I saying? Oh my God. So she survived the brutal assault and John was arrested. He was sent to prison, but he appealed and won on the grounds that his attorney did not raise an insanity defense. John was released from prison in 1983 after only two years. So this took place in 1981, guys. And was given two years of probation and mandatory mental health treatment. And because the fucking system is rigged, Teresa had no idea that John had gotten out of prison. Oh, no. And a few years later, she recognized his voice while standing in line, turned around, and John was just smiling at her. Oh, my God. Can you fucking imagine? I would just scream my head off. Right? And then people would think I'm the psycho. But yeah. But like he's the psycho. Exactly. Like <gasps> to live her life in constant fear, but then to get the strength to run around and do her errands. And then just but then be faced to with it. Be like, no, you're crazy. You're crazy. That's not his voice. But then to check and it is. No. And he's fucking smiling at her. No. Like okay. I know who you fucking are and I'm here and I'm out. Like to do ugh. it again. Yeah. Ugh. Mm. No. So some years go by and it's now July of 1994. John worked a maintenance job at a textile company where he met Vicki Sue Wall and the two had an affair. He was now married with two children and another on the way. Surveillance video from a grocery store parking lot showed Vicki Sue Wall getting into a black pickup truck with a bearded man at 3 a.m. It was the last time anyone ever saw her alive in Comstock Township, Michigan. Why is everything a township there? <laughs> <laughs> That's my question. Michigan, What's are up? you listening? What's up, Michigan? Let us know. <laughs> <laughs> Call us. <laughs> uh, John was pick picked up by police and was questioned and admitted that he was having an affair with her, but claimed he dropped her off safely at home later on that night. Police didn't believe John's claims, but there was no body and no real evidence to charge him. Six weeks later, Vicky's body was found dumped in a rural area two miles from the grocery store where the two were captured on video. 
Her body was so badly decomposed, the police could not determine a cause of death. She was naked except for a shirt and bra around her neck. A luminal test of John's pickup truck showed evidence of blood in several areas, but the evidence was severely limited. Due to this lack of evidence, John agreed to plead no contest to involuntary manslaughter and received an 8 to 15 year sentence in prison. A sheriff deputy said of the case, you'd like to see him go away for life, but you know, you get what you can get. The judge added, it appears from your previous violent acts against a woman that this unexplained violent action that you have a dangerous level of self-control. Oh. Yeah. So it's like because the judge like could only do so much with that type of sentence Mm -hmm. and it was, you know, agreed upon. Right. It's limited. Yeah. So while behind bars, John admitted to a prison psychologist that he had violent fantasies about wanting to kill and have sex with women's dead bodies. No. No. Mike just told me this story. Sorry. About oh, um, these like women who are in like um, like the Mexican gangs. Uh-huh. But like they are – super attract like they're found when they're teenagers and like brainwashed in order to kill people uh-huh. and they're like super attractive and they have like amazing figures mm-hmm. and like they're really beautiful but they're like cold-blooded killers and this one girl is just like yeah i like to like oh my god was put- this on daily mail because i just feel like I yeah she it. like puts the blood all over them and she likes to oh. have sex with their corpses no this isn't the same story. it was bad it was real bad Okay, so he told the psychologist that he wanted to have sex with dead bodies Gross. he served more than 12 years in prison and was released in 2007. So he served, like, I would say not enough time, no. but a substantial amount of time compared to the last case mm-hmm. that he got out on. Once free, he then migrated north, found religion, and became a pastor of the Christ Community Fellowship Church in town of Mount Pleasant, Michigan. <laughs> He seemingly seems to stay out of trouble for several years until Halloween of 2012. He was engaged to Sally, living in the trailer park near Rebecca. So, remember he had told that prison psychologist how he had fantasized about killing and having sex with dead bodies? Well, it became an obsession in 2012 to the point where he exclusively watched pornography portraying how to execute and have sex with corpses what yeah i don't know what that is there's I, a port for that i do not want that in my i do surgery. not want to look Hickory. that up no it's not happening history I'm i don't just... want that i don't want those cookies wow Mm-mm. wow okay but apparently it's out there guys probably on the dark web i don't know oh but God. it's not a good <laughs> i don't like that no i don't like that at all <laughs> i don't like that so <sighs> For two weeks leading up to Halloween of 2012, he mulls over the idea of doing just that to his soon-to-be stepdaughter. (gasps) As a man of God, he knew it was a sin, but he couldn't ignore what God's plan was for him. What? He was a sick, sick man. So after having several beers and feeling like God was telling him to do it that night, in the early hours of Halloween... John walked to the mobile home of Rebecca Gay, the daughter of his fiance. John attacked Rebecca by hitting her in the head repeatedly with a rubber mallet until she was unconscious. 
He then tightened a zip tie around her neck and strangled her until she was dead. Oh, my God. Due to having so many beers and being a hundred, he could not get an erection. Oh, no. Yeah. I mean, oh, yes. Thank I know, God. Right? But Which is like the last, like, thank God that that, was like, she happened. left with some respect. Like, yeah. she, like, to kill her is just awful. And then to do that to her body is just disgusting. Because, like, so that's the, that's yeah. the like, arousal yeah, that's he factor wanted. is, like, yeah. the kill. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. I know so, too much about serial killers. I know. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It's true. So he couldn't get an erection, so he didn't do anything to her. Oh the sad God. thing was her three-year-old son, Conway, was in the next room. Oh, no. You know? John took her body into his car and dumped her into a ditch behind some pine trees about a mile from their mobile home park. Came back, began to take care of Conway... Oh, my God. He dressed Conway up in his Halloween costume, <gasps> met Conway's father in a grocery store parking lot, and acted like nothing was wrong. Oh the father God. didn't think anything of it because John was always helping out with Conway. Oh the next day, when Rebecca didn't show up for work, her coworkers reported her missing. Police searched for her, and Pastor John made his plea to the members of his church to pray for her. Fucking piece of shit. That's so awful. Police finding out about John's murder conviction take him in for questioning. They try to appeal to the pastor or maybe even the stepfather in him to tell him if they didn't find her soon, the damp and cold weather would only make her body decompose faster. So to tell them where she was. After a day of questioning, he admitted to police he had killed her. He told them that he had removed all of her clothes, but couldn't remember if he had sex with her or not. What a piece of garbage. I know. Armed with this admission, authorities were determined to put John White away for the rest of his life. And in April of 2013, the 55-year-old John was arrested and sentenced to 56 years in prison. Oh, wow. But only four months later, on August 28, 2013, John was found hanging in his prison cell at 4 a.m., Prison <sighs> officials attempted to revive the convicted killer, but it was too late. John died at the age of 56. Freaking chicken. May he burn in <laughs> hell. <laughs> God bless you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. But not John White. Oh my God. Yeah, isn't that nuts? Yes. Like. Ugh. Oh my god! Just to know that there is somebody that depraved that you could enter, like let into your home without yeah. even thinking, because you just—they don't give off the warning signals. They don't. I mean, they act normal. They help with your kids. Yes, and a man of God, you like you feel safe in that environment. I don't. I mean, no, we do not. Just in this home, we do not. We do not. But like, there are certain people in the world that yes. you feel have been vetted in a certain like. But it doesn't yes. matter. Like that doesn't. I don't know. In the Christianity, I don't know that there is like, like priests are very different. Mm -hmm. Like they're fucked up and things get covered up. But with Christianity, I don't know if that. I don't think that's the same process. I kind of think it's the same with all religions. Well, no, no, no. I just (laughs) I don't think that you're like you're not a pastor. Like you don't go see the Pope. You don't like. There's no checks and balances. No sort of thing. Right. So like I could be like I'm a pastor now. (laughs) Yeah. You know what I mean. 
<laughs> like oh, I could find God next week and be like, I'm gonna start a church. Yeah. And then people would fucking come people if I just had the money you. to rent a fucking like warehouse. <laughs> you know what I mean? Get enough chairs. <laughs> so it's like I don't know. And I I feel so bad. But for, people do feel safe mom. when you say that you're like a man of God or you yeah. go to this church or you're a church going yeah. person. People have this comfortability with you. It's like, yeah. oh, okay. Well then you live by a certain set of rules. You live as well as you possibly can. Yeah. You always want to make sure that yeah. you bring good to the table instead of yeah. taking something away from somebody. Yeah. As most people do. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. But that is <sighs> horrifying. I know. And poor um, oh Sally. God. She felt yeah. awful because she like brought this man into their lives. But but she didn't you know. Don't know. You no. don't know. Sally, you don't know. You can't blame yourself for that either. No, no. You really like, you don't know. No. People are sick and they hide that shit. Oh, God. They're so fucked up. I know. That's so fucked up. <sighs> well, Jesus, Megan. <laughs> well, let's... <laughs> since we're going to bring it down... I know. We're going to bring it down some more notches. Let's bring it to a spooky place because it's Halloween Halloween. Week. Halloween spooks. House on my window. Oh, my God. Ooh. That's the best song. Halloween spooks. Halloween spooks. Behind the trees. It's so I good. <laughs> Do you think you can close with that song, or do you think that's that's? I can't believe that you know all of those words. <laughs> of course, that's so good. It came out in like what, like the 1940s? Yeah. So one time I was in an Uber, <laughs> I was playing in my Uber, and I was like, what the fuck? "You're like, who are you? All right, Dracula, take yeah. me home." <laughs> Halloween spooks. I like know all the words. He's like, Girl. this is a jazz station, miss. <laughs> this is a Girl, I'm using bell. my jazz hands, okay? <laughs> While I'm singing Halloween spooks. Halloween. Window. <laughs> yes, I will close with this song. Oh my god, Instead it's of so our good. sweet outro. Right? We're gonna do some Halloween spooks. Halloween spooks, baby. So good. Okay. So maybe a short one and a, like a semi-long one or I don't know. There, were, there weren't there were very many. They're pretty short. They're all pretty short. Uh, this one, the public pool haunting one okay. I thought was pretty cool because um, I've been in a public pool like while it's closed. Have you seen that? Are you afraid of the dark? No. What? <laughs> oh my God. When the bloody thing would come out of the drain and then they were on a raft in the pool and it would like go under their raft. Oh, maybe I do. That if, like is ringing like something listen. coming out of the drain. Like is yeah, it like would come out of the side of the drain and it would like come after them. They were like swimming after school or something. Ooh. I don't know. Ooh, public pool. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's one for you. The public pool haunting. Ah. Oh my gosh, it's so creepy. Key. I used to work at a public pool. Not me. This person in the story. <laughs> Wow, you! Like I've had that? so many jobs. People might think that I worked at a public pool house, and I just did not. That is true. That's a fact. So after they would close, um, I'd often work alone, and I would clean the area. One night around two a.m., I was cleaning the locker rooms. Although, why are you cleaning locker rooms at two a.m. in a public pool? I mean, go home. <laughs> Start fresh in the morning. The pool had been closed for a few hours by this time, but I heard the sound of a child's laughter and bare feet running across the pool deck. I went out, I scanned the area, but there was nobody in sight. The doors were closed, everything was locked, and there was nowhere a kid could possibly be hiding. I also didn't see any wet footprints on the pool deck. I rechecked the doors and the security monitors, but there was nothing. I was the only person in the building. 
That irks me. I'm always so scared that I'm going to hear something and I'm just going to be like. I know. Or like, have you ever heard somebody like whisper your name? Uh, or like you think you hear somebody whisper your name? all day at work. Yeah. Megan. Like, yeah. Ah! It's always a whisper. And I'm it's like, always a whisper. I don't like Rachel. it. No, I don't like it. I don't like it. What? Okay. This one. The mortician's fright. This one's a short one. Okay. I'm a mortician. Not me. The person in the story is <laughs> Again. The joke will never Rachel, get old. Rachel has had many jobs. Sorry, she guys. must let everyone know. I have to let everybody know. Oh my god. Sorry. She, tells, she has another podcast where it's called Not Me. Person in the story. No, it wasn't me. It was somebody else. And she just laughs alone. It's her own podcast. It's my own podcast, guys. It'll, it's on subscribe. iTunes. Just subscribe. And you'll, you'll, you'll hear my she laughter. It'll be stories. just the warm sounding sound of my cackle. <laughs> Not me, the person in the story. Yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. So uh, this mortician's <laughs> most disturbing experience was when they were preparing a child for a viewing. That's really mm. sad. I randomly felt someone pull my hair, but I was alone. A couple minutes later, I heard a giggle and the door slammed shut. And oh then God. all of my machines stopped working and it was dead quiet. <gasps> After I was done and the body was dressed, I felt a tap on my shoulder and the warmth around my midside, approximately from where a child would stand if they were hugging you. Oh, that is so sad. Oh, that's so sad. That is so terrifyingly sad. Oh, my God. Reminds me of The Haunting of Hill House. Oh, that was such a good show. It was. I'm really excited for the second season. Oh, my God. It was so good. I want to read the book, but I don't want to ruin the show. (laughs) Yeah, I think it's a book. Oh, you don't want to ruin the show. <laughs> yeah, what if it is better? The only, the only other, like, I'll always read the book because that's better than the movie. But yeah. the only book that I will not read is Fight Club because I love that movie so much. Mm. And I'm sure, and Chuck Palahniuk is like one of my favorite authors. His books are oh. so fucking weird. They're, they like make you feel like you have to take a shower yeah. after you're done reading like a handful of chapters. Mm-hmm. I have like seven of his books. I love them so much. Wow. But Fight Club's the only one that I won't read. We own it. Mike has it. I won't read it. Hmm. Love the movie that much. I, I have no opinion on that movie. <laughs> I have seen it. That's just the only one. I just, I don't know. I felt indifferent to it. Like everyone loves it. Yeah. I just oh, I felt it. like it was a movie. Yeah. <laughs> It was a movie, guys. guys. I saw it. (laughs) (laughs) What would you rate this movie? It was a movie. (laughs) It was a movie. It met its mark. (laughs) It was in theaters. Yeah. It was a proper amount of time. Right? It had Brad Pitt. It was a movie. It was a movie. It was so good. (laughs) So good. Guys, go watch Fight Club if you haven't seen it. Recommendation. (laughs) (laughs) Movie recommendations. (laughs) Spoiler alert. Never talk about it. No. Number one rule. Rachel is going to be dead after this. I got to fight her. (laughs) We we fight to the death. Just have Sammy come up here, some random person for episode 36. And welcome back to No Thing. Like, who the fuck is introducing the show? (laughs) That's not Megan. (laughs) What the fuck? Oh, gosh. All right, guys. I feel like that's all we have for you today. It is postseason. I got to go watch baseball. You got to go watch baseball. I haven't gotten any updates because baseball moves it's that still, slow. It's still, <laughs> oh, fuck you. 
<laughs> it is still three to zero. Two outs in the third inning. Oh. <laughs> You've been checking. Yeah. <laughs> got it. <laughs> this is my first this rodeo. Is, this is not a game. This is not a game. No. I mean, it is a game, but. But it's. Not a game to me. No, not to Megan. Yay, sports. Sports, baby. Oh, it's NLDS. That's what it is. Division series. God, they always got a fake fan I am. (laughs) You're a faux fan. Yep. Get out. At me. Actually, you can stay here because I don't really give a shit about baseball. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I do. It's just going to be Rachel for the next three hours by herself. Yep. It's the Rachel show. This person worked at a bank, but I did, but not me. But not me. It is a different story. (laughs) Shut up, Megan. yelling at the tv <laughs> just you still i'm like fuck i gotta edit that rachel wrap it up <laughs> just cut and done cut it out that is that you guys all so right don't well, forget go check out no thank you next podcast on instagram yep we will eventually get on twitter one day no we won't nope. <laughs> but you can dm us you can message us you can add comments on our most recent posts you can email us guys we're here we are here for the stories actually we got a dm with uh, a a fan of ours that we do not know and she gave us three people to look up and those stories are fucking bonkers really yes Oh, shit. So go check our DMs because okay. she's got some good ones in there. Wow. One of them is a married couple that I could write about. And the other one is um, like an online dating <gasps> thing. But it's – and the third one's just insane. <gasps> yeah. Okay. They're all like uh, – it all happened in like Europe. <gasps> Fuck yeah. Yeah. Nice. Thank good you. Shit. Good shit. So thank you. Yes, yes, thank yes. Thank you so much. We always have to clarify someone we don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Because like we, we are we popular. New fans. New people. <laughs> We're very cool. Mom. Yeah. <laughs> We've got floor listeners. We've got Australian listeners. We've got a whole bunch of California listeners. I haven't looked up. <laughs> it's been a while, guys. You're out there. Right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> All right. For real. Got to go watch sports. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you guys next week for another horrible story. Happy Halloween. Ooh. Happy Halloween, guys. Okay, bye. Bye. (laughs) Halloween, Halloween, do Halloween. Ghostly things are gonna happen. Ooh, ah, ooh, ah. Halloween spooks outside my window. Halloween spooks behind the tree. I wish that the children could see. But I can't find them for the life of me And there's Halloween spooks outside my window pane